So, we're going to continue tonight in our discussion, talking about separation and divorce, specifically overcoming broken em- emotions and dangerous cycles. All right. So if you didn't see last week's episode, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, go back and listen to it. I mostly talked about separation and the emotions, the pain, emotions that come with separation. So you can go back and listen to that. I won't go back into too much of that tonight or dive into that because I want to move on to the divorce aspect of it. Okay. If you haven't shared the video yet, if you haven't shared the live, please share the live. Tag somebody in it. Tag somebody. Type their name. Say, hey, come listen to this. They talking about separation, divorce, healing, breaking cycles, overcoming negative emotions. So tag them. All right. And let's let's go. Let's go. Okay. So. Last week, we covered mostly. Separation. Okay. We covered those emotions. For those of you that listened last week and watched last week, we covered separation, the emotions that, you know, come with separation. And also I talked about some tips. I gave some tips on how we can overcome that. Now, to start tonight, I want to speak to directly. If you are watching, you are listening, and you are someone who is currently separated or you're thinking about, you know, separation, I want to offer you a thought. I want to offer you a different perspective before you agree to separate, before you agree to, uh, you know, part ways and live in different homes and say, you know what, this is over. Just consider step back for a moment from the marriage. And this is I'm speaking to those who are married now. Step back. From the situation, step back and get get a bigger view, get a, a, a wider view. You know, do we need to to go this route? Is it is it really irreconcilable differences? I think that's one of the reasons they give, you know, on divorce. We couldn't reconcile. But is it really that or is it is it that I just want to have my own way or, you know, whoever, whoever it may be. So take a step back. Do you have children? I can tell you when I was separated i was so clouded with being angry and being frustrated that i never really fully considered all of the implications and the impact that it would have on me and and the whole entire family because i was so caught up in the moment and i was so caught up in my pain and my frustration and my anger and what i wasn't going to deal with anymore and what i'm not going to do and what you're not going to do You know, all of that. So take a step back and really get a greater perspective. Go go to counseling. See a counselor. Sit down. If if you have a pastor, go and sit with your pastor together. You know, I always encourage you to do it together if you're married. But take a step back before you you make that decision, before you go that route, because sometimes you don't always consider all the different angles, all the different possibilities you don't always consider the ramifications the impact the effect that it'll have and i didn't do that you know and in hindsight 
I said to myself, you know, well, maybe I should have considered that or, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that or, you know, maybe it would have turned out a different way or it, it would it wouldn't have gone this way had I approached it differently. So. Please go get counsel before you make a, a life altering decision like that, because it is life altering. We're talking about marriage where two people become one. And then now you're trying to turn that one back into two. You know, it's it's a big enough task to become one, to think alike and to create a whole culture in your family. So I want to offer that to you today, this evening, before you even go that route. Step back. Get a different perspective. Don't make decisions out of your uh, out of high emotions and being angry because it may be something as small as communicating better it may be it may be something as small as um, you know a misunderstanding which falls under communication or it, it may be a thing where you you step back and you say you know what i'm being selfish i'm i'm not being a team player i'm really making it all about myself okay so that's my encouragement to you tonight i wanted to say that before i started to go on and talk about divorce all right so jumping into divorce let's jump right in let's get into it again thank you all for those that are watching and are listening i really appreciate you here at the murphy's law podcast so in divorce okay there is a some similar emotion that you will hold on y'all give me a one second please all right i had to clear my throat <clears throat> so even though there are similar emotions that you experience or you begin to experience in separation there is a whole different intensity to these emotions that happen when you get into divorce when you finally come to okay we're getting a divorce or the divorce is final not only do those emotions intensify right we spoke about anxiety we spoke about anger fear not only do they intensify but then you have some other emotions that become added on to that once you get into this realm called divorce because divorce is now the finality of it, right? Divorce is, that's it. We're done. It's over. You know, she's free or he's free. That's it. So there's a finality that comes that, that intensifies these emotions and intensifies the, the impact. And it is very stressful to go through a divorce if you know someone that's going through a divorce or you know or has divorced let me tell you that's one of the most stressful things in life that you can encounter that you can experience it's stressful so if you're a friend of someone that's going through that you don't want to add stress you don't want to add any type of headache to them you want to create environments that are peaceful because they're going to need it. All right. 
All right, so let's talk about the, those emotions. Depression. Yes, after divorce, in the middle of divorce. Well, let's talk about after divorce, when it's final, the finality of it. Depression hits in. You're not motivated to do anything, not motivated to go anywhere. And with those depression comes thoughts of, you know, what am I going to do now? I'm, I'm having to restructure my whole world. You're changing your whole world. You have a you've had a family. You've had a, a spouse. You've had, you know, probably the same bank account. You've had routines. You've had even things, traditions that you've started yearly. Every year we do a summer trip or a spring trip or a fishing trip. Now, I don't even want to do that no more. You don't even want to see anybody fishing because it reminds you of what it is that you're going through. And being depressed and then attempting to isolate yourself is a very dangerous thing. And so while you may be even now listening, watching, and you may be divorced and you may be dealing with depression, you're battling depression, I encourage you not to isolate yourself as much as you would want to. I encourage you not to. Not to get into your own thoughts, into negative thinking, into, you know, dark thinking, because it gets pretty dark. You know, I thought about when I finally got divorced and it was final, I really thought about moving back to Jamaica. I did. I'm originally from the island of Jamaica, and I thought about, you know what, I'm I'm just, I'm going to go back to Jamaica. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do, but. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be around these people. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to see anybody that knows me, that knows us. And so I, I literally thought about moving, just picking up and going back to Jamaica, which would have been one of the worst decisions I could have made in my life because what was I going back to Jamaica to do, number one? And then how was I going to get my children there with me? Okay, so you will experience depression. You will experience not being motivated, uh, not wanting to do anything, not wanting to eat much, not wanting to speak to other people. Again, these are things that begin in separation, but it intensifies once the divorce is final. It goes up a whole nother notch or whole other notch rather. Second, bitterness. Ooh, bitterness. Bitterness is one of those emotions that definitely will rise up, will come up. You will experience. Because not only bitter towards your spouse or your former spouse, but that bitterness may even extend to others, friends, pastors, business partners, family who you may have thought that could have helped but didn't help or didn't want to help. And you can begin to feel like, well, everybody was against me. Everybody was, they didn't really want this to work. And so bitterness is definitely an emotion that can, can uh, show up and that you will experience. And again, I want to say it is not wrong 
for you to experience these emotions. It's okay when you are feeling these emotions. This means that you are alive and your body is functioning well. Whenever there's trauma, any traumatic thing that happens to our body, physically or emotionally, the body will react. So you want to have a reaction. If you're in a place where you're just numb or you make yourself go numb, that's a very, very dangerous place to be. And again, I'll say it three, four times throughout this hour. Counseling. Counseling. Don't ever attempt to go through this on your own. Don't ever attempt to isolate yourself and think nobody else has gone through it. Yes, many of us have gone through it. Many of us have experienced divorce. Many of us have experienced these very emotions, being depressed, being bitter. But we overcame it. We stuck it through. We, we went to counseling. We did the work. All right. And we're going to talk about some more of that work. So with bitterness comes resentment. I think those two are tied hand in hand, you know, being bitter and being resentful. Those, those two come hand in hand because of what you feel. So you can build up resentment to your former spouse. And that can get you in a position where you are trying to get back at them, where you are trying to attack them, where you are trying to, you know, control, control them. If you have children, you might try to attempt to, to control them, you know, with the children. That resentment is may get you in a place where you are trying to be vindictive and you're trying to exact vengeance on them. And while it's very painful to be in a divorce and to experience that at the end of the day, I'll say, well, ultimately we can't control what another person does. And in that moment going through, you know, when I was going through my divorce and went to divorce, I didn't really want to hear that. Well, you can't control what the other person does. You can't control the decisions they make. I'll be honest, I didn't want to hear it, but that didn't matter because it, that was the truth. And in order for me to heal properly, in order for me to begin to rebound or to real uh, heal and recalibrate, in order for that to happen, I had to let go of the control of trying to make that person want me, make that person make this decision. We can't do that. So. Resentment is definitely something that you you will experience or can possibly experience uh, that emotion. And now because of that resentment, you want to get back at them. You want to attack them. Number four, I think I gave three already, right? All right. So number four. You can become very judgmental. I did. I, I became very judgmental of people very judgmental in you know in general because i was angry i was very angry and uh, i clearly i, I definitely had bitterness to, towards s specific individuals not everyone but specific individuals and i was judgmental yeah i judge people harshly 
I was overly critical of, of whatever they would say or whatever they would think. And guess what? That almost extended into my parenting. Being judgmental and even overly critical of my children. You know, and thank God for the counseling that I was going through and the counseling that was being given to me because I was able to stop that habit. I was able to not then, you know, go deep into it and become a judgmental person and live a judgmental life and have a judgmental mindset where I'm critically or overly critical of everyone. What you do, what you say, how you speak, how you walk. So that can come into play, being judgmental. And that, that comes from the anger. That comes from the anger. But I guarantee you, I promise you, you can definitely come from all these emotions I'm talking about. Depression, bitterness, resentment, being judgmental. You can come from all of that and be healed and be whole. Okay? So I want you, as you're listening, as you're watching, I'm, I'm highlighting these emotions because I want you to know, again, it's okay. It's okay. You're not crazy for feeling that. There were days when, when I thought I shouldn't feel this. Let me, let, let's take it even further. Being a Christian man, being a man who loved God, I feared God and had a relationship with God. I had in my mind, I had a mindset that I shouldn't feel this way. If I have faith in God, if I trust God, if I read my Bible, if I am involved in church, if all of that, I pray I shouldn't feel these emotions. There, there were days when, when, when I struggled with that torment in my mind, like, I don't know if I should be feeling this. If I love God, should I be feeling angry? If I love God, should I be feeling bitter? As a Christian, should I be feeling resentment? And I'm telling you, what helped me so much was the counseling that I got. Was the counseling that I, I submitted myself to. And committed myself to that process. Because that's where I learned that, no, it's absolutely okay to feel those emotions. Even as being, even being a Christian. So if you're a Christian, if you are someone that serve God, you love God, and, and you have faith. You may be even believing for your, your marriage to be reconciled or for it not to end in divorce. You're still going to feel those emotions. Why? Because you're human and you have a soul. You're human and you have a soul. So don't be overly critical of your own self. Yep. I became judgmental towards even my own self. And that's possible. And then that can lead into right now trying to suppress these emotions and say, well, I shouldn't feel like this. That can lead into you now trying to ignore the pain, trying to ignore the process you're going through and become numb. And in the long run, ultimately, that's not going to be well for you and for your relationships and for your children if you have those. All right. Okay, so we said depression. We talked about bitterness. 
talked about resentment judgmental becoming judgmental and the anger that comes there with that so i have one more for you but before i do that <clears throat> i want to say again if you haven't shared the video please share the live video thank you for watching and, and coming every week those of you that do at 8 p.m eastern standard time and tuning into the murphy's law podcast thank you if you are listening and you yourself have gone through a separation you've gone through divorce I want to have you as a guest on the show. Email us at letsapplywisdom at gmail.com. If what you're hearing is helping you, it's blessing you, you can give at Cash App, Money Sign, Murphy's Law Podcast. All right? And please remember to go over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel, Murphy's Law Podcast. That's the channel. All right. So I'm going to give you one more. How are you guys enjoying this so far for those of you that are watching? How are you enjoying it? I'm going to get a drink of water while you tell me how you're doing. Okay. All right. So one more. I'm going to go through or I'm going to add one more um, emotion that we can experience. And then I'm going to go and talk about how we can overcome this. Right. We're going to end on a high note. Right. On a hope. On light at the end of the tunnel. After experiencing a divorce you can lose your sense of purpose you can lose your sense of purpose that's something that you can lose where you were so invested in the marriage in your children in your family in all of the things that you you had going on you all may have been business owners or had a school together or something together do doing doing life together or partnering in many different areas and when the divorce happens and you lose that you can lose your sense of purpose so i remember saying to myself like what am i gonna do now like all these things that i've been working on for years music and music career you know, I was a producer. She was a singer. We worked at this thing. We, we traveled together. and We were working at achieving a, a common goal. So I, I said, I, man, I'm, I'm done with producing. I'm done with music. And not only was I done with that, I didn't really want to do anything else. I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't. I hated that. And many times I used to say sit. And when I would think I would say I hate this. So that's 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 a very real thing. You all that happens. And. It's not for us to beat someone up or or you even beat your own self up if you experience that. But there's a way to overcome it. Okay, I'm telling you, there's a way to overcome it. So I, I lost my sense of purpose. I, I really dumbed down my creativity, my productivity. I was willing to accept the bare minimum. For a little while, I was like, okay, well, I can, I can go work a nine to five. I can get a little job and 
just do something. I don't want to. I, I didn't want to have anything to do with music. I I I actually pawned off most of my instruments, with the exception of one, two. Equipment that I had, I just gave it away. Because I was so invested in the marriage. I was so invested in what we were doing that that when it was over, I was like, whoa, wait, I don't have anything to do now. I don't have use or purpose or what am I doing? But that wasn't the truth. And that's not the truth. Every single one of us does have a purpose. Married, single, separated, divorced, each and every one of us have gift. We have purpose. We have a reason why we are here on this earth. So I know how it may feel. I know how the divorce can make you feel, but you do definitely have a sense of purpose. And it's a matter of you healing and going through the proper channels to get to a place where you know what okay this is who i am this is what i'm here to do on earth all right so let's talk about let's talk about those ways all right so i said it's okay to have a range of emotions all right it's okay to feel those emotions do not beat yourself up about it christian non-christian you're gonna have those emotions because you are human so it's okay Number two, take a break, take a vacation. You may not be able to be as effective on your job. You may not be able to be effective in whatever other responsibilities you may have. So take a break. I'll tell you the day I got divorced, you all, I went into my job and I went to court that day and I actually didn't know that actually didn't know that it was this was going to happen. I really thought I was going for a another court hearing. I you know, so I'm just going to court. I'm going to go to court and then I'm going to go to my job. And I went to court and the divorce happened and I literally that was I I I, I was my mind was racing so much that I couldn't go back to my job. And my manager at the time understood and gave me some time off or they would give me certain days they were very understanding you know at the time i don't think i had the opportunity to take a, a leaf of absence but if you are able to take a break you gotta rest you gotta process these emotions you can't just keep channeling through life i, I and you may not be able to go on a vacation for two weeks, three weeks, but as much as you can, take give yourself a chance to rest. Give yourself a chance to do absolutely nothing but feel. Give yourself a chance to feel, to cry, to hurt, to vent. To be counseled, to ask the questions, take to make the comments that you to say whatever is whatever is on your heart, whatever is on your mind. Take that break. 
Because if you don't take that break, if you don't rest and recalibrate and, and restructure your mind and get all of that healed, all you're going to do is suppress that and you're going to keep moving through life and all that stuff that's suppressed, it's going to show back up somewhere either when you least expect it or in an in a area where you don't want it to or at a time you don't want it to. It's not going to say, stay suppressed or hidden forever. Those suppressed emotions will actually begin to drive you and begin to control who you are as a person. Your actions, your wh what you do, how you are, your interactions. So please take a vacation, take a break, break and allow yourself to do nothing except feel. Feel it. Cry. Many, 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 many days I cried. Just cry. I woke up crying. There are times I woke up out of my sleep crying. All right. So take a break if you can. Get a leaf of absinthe. Take a few days off as much as you can because you're going to need it. This is something actually that I had to recently do this year in a different circumstance where I had to take a leave. I had to take a leave of absence. I had to tell my job, I can't do that. I can't come in here and focus on my responsibilities. I'm not going to do my job well. You're probably going to want to fire me because I'm going to mess up because my mind is somewhere else. My emotions, there are a range of emotions that I'm going through. It's traumatic. This is new. I don't know what to do. I've never been here before. All right. So don't be that person that, well, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just make it through. Uh, I'm going to just tough it out. And I don't know who told you you had to do that. I don't know who made you feel that way. You're not a robot. Okay. You're not a robot. So feel. Feel. And listen. You may be someone who, wow, has been separated so long that you and your spouse, you didn't even get to the point of divorce. Or you got divorced, but you never really dealt with what happened. I encourage you to take the time to deal with that. I'm going to bring it up again. Counseling. And I'm going to recommend a counseling center for you all in a moment. But uh, uh, please, it helps. It makes a difference. Let's break the cycle. Because what's going to happen is you're going to end up hurting someone else. You're gonna, if you have children, you're going to mishandle your children. You're going to mishandle even your family, your parents, your friends. You're going to mishandle those around you. you. You can mishandle even those on your job, your co-workers, your supervisor, your manager. You're going to start mishandling people out of your pain if you don't deal with it. And then the cycle continues. There is a popular saying, but it's a true saying. It's a relevant saying. Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. And you say that over and over and over. And here we get into this cycle. All right. So take a break. Number three, get counseling. I am 
an advocate for getting counseling. Get counseling. There's nothing wrong with getting counseling. Counseling doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you're stupid. It doesn't mean any of those negative connotations that have been attached to counseling, especially in the African-American community. Listen, or the black community. No, go get counseling. It's necessary. So if you right now need counseling, you're looking for counseling or you're uh, in a separation or you might be at the end of a divorce and you need counseling because you are you're experiencing these range of emotions. I have a counseling center for you, the Reveal Counseling Center. Take out your pens and paper. If you're watching, type this on the screen. The email is revealedcc at gmail.com. It's revealedcc at gmail.com. Dr. T.D. McNutt is a psychologist and counselor there. That's my psychologist. That's my counselor. He's more. uh, You know, he's my apostle and spiritual father and much more. But he is my psychologist. And he's my counselor. And he's amazing. He's He has helped me to come through and and come through all of the stuff I've been through over the last three to four years, four to five years, strong and better, wiser, smarter, and knowing how to use the pain to help someone else. All right. So the Revealed Counseling Center, that's revealedcc at gmail.com. If you're listening, hey, take, take email him. Contact him. Contact the Reveals Counseling Center and let them know, hey, listen, I want to get counseling. And Dr. McNutt is a Christian, so it, it you're getting Christian counseling, prophetic counseling. And if you don't understand what that means, he'll give you more clarity. But get counseling. Say it with me. Get counseling. One more time. Get counseling write it in the comments get counseling don't be prideful don't be ashamed don't feel like something is wrong with you don't feel like you're stupid or inferior it's okay to get counseling all right so number five no what we at number four yeah i'm at number four Okay, so number four. This is tip number four. This is how we overcome it now. We've talked about all the dark emotions. Now, these are the tips to help us overcome it so we don't end up in the cycles, so we don't end up going round and round in cycles. And next year, the same time, you're doing the same thing, all right? Take care of yourself. Eat, exercise, rest. I'm going to say it again. Eat exercise, rest. I did not initially, I did not take care of myself very well. I said it last week and I'll say it again. There are, there were days that I went without eating a single thing. Probably had water, might've had me a green tea or something. But I did not do a good job of taking care of myself. 
and the honest the, the the truth about it is if you don't take care of yourself all of the other things that you have all of your other responsibilities and relationships they're going to suffer so as bad as it feels and i know it does but take care of yourself eat have a meal have a have a if you don't eat a full meal, have a substitute. You know, they have bars and they have all types of nu nutrition. What's the word I'm looking for? Supplements, right? And and there's another word too, but supplement. You, But eat, 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 exercise, be active, okay? And rest. And And this is very, very key. I want you to hear me. This is very, very key. And this applies for those that are in a separation also. Do not turn to drugs or alcohol. Hear me out again. Do not turn to drugs or alcohol. It will only make things worse. Don't smoke no weed. Don't drink no liquor. And I know it's common for people to do it. Oh, I'm stressed out. Oh, Anna, let's go get a drink. That's the last thing you want to do. Because the possibility of you becoming hooked, of you becoming an alcoholic, of you using that to cope, that opens up that gateway, that opens up that pathway. And now... Every single traumatic thing that happens in your life, you're going to need that weed. You're going to need that alcohol, that Hennessy, that vodka, that white rum, that Appleton. And when when those things start controlling you, you'll find that. You are going to go in cycles. It's July. What today? July 28th. Is it today or something like that? You're going to find that next year, July 28th, you're going to still be smoking, still drinking, still trying to suppress all the pain. But those pains keep coming back up. That anger keep resurfacing. That depression keep resurfacing. That bitterness, that resentment, you being judgmental, it keeps resurfacing because you're trying to cope. You're trying to suppress with the weed, with the drugs. And there's other things, too. sleeping around having sex with him her everybody because of the pain that you feel so don't I, i'm encouraging and if you if you've already started stop this is not a environment and the murphy's law podcast where we're here to beat anybody up but we are here to help you and it Sometimes there is no nice way to say what needs to be said. There is no pretty way that needs to be said that needs to, you know, to say what needs to be said. Stop. If you got to have a drink every time you feel those emotions, I don't want to feel this. Let me go drink. Let me go smoke. Don't do it. It's only going to compliment, uh, complicate, not compliment, but it's only going to complicate the matter. It's only going to make it worse. 
And so it's not everything that's popular and that's common that everybody do is good or even godly. Okay? So please, stay away from the drugs and the alcohol and the sleeping around. You don't want to use those type of methods to, to help cope. Do we have to come up with things to help us cope? Absolutely. But they must be progressive things, good things, positive things. Um, so we'll talk about that. <clears throat> All right. All right. So let's move on. Take care of yourself. The next one is. And this is. So the next one is don't argue with your your former spouse. Don't get into arguments about what was the finality has happened. The divorce has happened. They say they're done or you may be the one that said, you know what? I don't want this anymore. Don't instigate any arguments. Don't go back into that. If you have children and you have to co-parent, keep it about that. We're not going to talk about and make everything about the marriage. And the, if, if you wanted to work this out, then you, let's. Why are we divorced? If you wanted to make this work, if you wanted to move in a in the in the right direction, then we shouldn't be divorced. So don't engage in those type of arguments that are gonna <laughs> awaken some of these emotions or even stir up and bring you back from the progression that you've made. Okay? And again, you may not you may not have to deal with your ex-wife or ex-husband ever again. That may not be you, right? You may be one that no children, no nothing. You move on and that's it. But you may have children. Or you might have had a business and you had to figure out how to split the assets and all of that. But don't get into arguments. And don't fall into the trap of, see, and this is why we divorce now because you nah, 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 don't don't even don't don't go down that rabbit hole. OK. Number six, which is very key. All of these are key, but. All of them are key, so I'm not going to say this is very key. All of them are key. Take time to relearn yourself and explore your interests. Yeah. So I've learned about myself that I love fishing. I'm 37 years old for 35 years of my life i ain't go fish i didn't have a fishing rod i didn't i i didn't know nothing about catching fish but hey over the last two years i love fishing it's something i enjoy and so now that's something that i make happen regularly and it's it's a tradition that i've i've started so find yourself Relearn you to heal you, not to hurt you. Don't accommodate that. Okay, go through the, the process and then take your time to relearn yourself. What do I like? What what do I not like? If you are like me, many times in my marriage, you know, I, I was okay with doing whatever my spouse wanted to do. And I never really took the time to think about, okay, well, what do you like to do? What do you want to do? And that speaks to something else that, and we'll have that discussion at another time because that's unhealthy, actually. 
but that's what I did. So now here I am relearning myself. I like to fish you guys. Yep. You know what else, what else I like? I like red shoes. I don't think I ever had a red shoe in my life. I begin to learn things about myself. You know what? I like this type of food or I like this type of show or I like doing this or I don't like doing that. Take the time to explore your interests. To regain your individuality healthily. And this is a part of be being authentic to, to you. Okay. Final one. Final one. And then if you have any questions, write them now and I'll, I'll answer it if you have any questions. Final one I have for you. Okay. This is a key to overcoming broken emotions and dangerous cycles. So here is here is the, the, the last one. This is number seven. Think progressively. Think futuristically. Think about the next marriage that you're going to have or or. Think about uh, a vacation you're going to go on. Think, think progressively about the future. Marriage is a great thing. Marriage is a good thing. It's an amazing institution. And there are people out there, hear me, that will love you and appreciate you and value you. All right? And... Let's say you were the person who initiated the divorce and said, you know what? I'm getting this divorce and whatever, whatever. Listen, learn from your mistake. This this applies to whatever end you're on in the divorce, whether you you asked for it, you filed the divorce or you were served with a divorce. This is for everybody. OK, we all going through the same emotions. So think progressively think about how good it's going to be to be in a healthy marriage think about how good it's going to be to now implement the things that you've learned how you've learned to love healthy healthily and communicate better and and take all the things that you you pro you possibly failed at or what you were not good at before but now you're good at them now you're better at them now you can't wait to apply it now you can't wait to to rub her feet to rub his feet to give him a massage to to you know give it to him every day have sex seven days a week before you might have just wanted to do it twice a week and think progressively think great things about the future and what's about to come think about you know what career wise or or even businesses that you might have as you begin to explore your interests and you learn things think about going on trips and and learning about a new person and, and what that what that's going to be like think progressively one of the worst things that we can do one of the worst things that we can do is to rehearse what happened the bad thing that happened rehearse the the the, the pain Keep replaying it. Keep going over. What if? What if? What if? And what if this? And what if that? And and what? You're not going to do yourself any favors, or you're not helping yourself by replaying and rehearsing the pain. 
And that takes a conscious effort, you all. That takes a conscious effort of, you know what, this thought is coming, but I'm not giving it the time of day. You know what, I, f I feel this feeling coming up. No, I'm not going down that. I'm not going to rehearse. I'm not, I'm not replaying that. I'm not playing that scene over again. Think progressively. Create a bright future. Many of us who have gotten divorced, we want to be married again. We love to love. We want to be loved and we want to love someone. All of us was, were created that way. None of us were created to be isolated and to ourselves. So don't think in back. Don't think backwards. Don't have backwards thinking. The divorce is final. They are gone. It's over. I've dealt with the emotions. I've gone to counseling. I've cried. I rested. I took a leave of absence. I'm, I'm, I'm working on me. I'm getting counseling. I went to the Reveal Counseling Center. I took time to explore my interests and relearn who I am. I, I found out all these other things that are great about me, maybe talents or gifts that I didn't know I had before, abilities, businesses that were inside of me that I didn't know. That's, that's what you need to think about. All right, so think progressively. And I promise you, I promise you that you're going to come out on the other end of this smiling. You're going to come out at the other end of this with an advantage. You're going to come out at the other end of this healthy, knowing how to love, knowing how to appreciate others and, and what you've actually gone through. And you can take the pain of what you've gone through and use it to build a better future, a brighter future, and to help someone else, such as I am doing. So I can't wait to meet the, the uh, Mrs. Murphy. I can't wait to see her and hold her hand and do all of what we're going to do and travel. And I can't wait to, to feel the love and embrace and warmth that she's going to give me and plan my birthdays and have surprise trips and surprise gifts. And I'm going to do the same for her. I can't wait. And to have more children, I can't wait. And that's how I think. Progressively, futuristically. The past has happened. The past is gone. I cannot undo it. You cannot undo it. We cannot undo it. All right. And just like that. After however many years it may take a year, six months, eight months, whatever, two years. And before you know it. You're going to be looking like me smiling and profiling. Right. So this is how we overcome these broken emotions and we stay away from dangerous cycles. I really appreciate you all hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate all the comments. I pray that you've been helped. I hope that you are strengthened. You are encouraged. Again, if you are someone that's listening to this and you right now currently are going through a divorce, you're at the end of that divorce or you're in separation, it's going to be okay. And let me tell you, you are not a failure because the marriage failed doesn't make you a failure. Okay. You are not a failure. I want to say it one more time because you can feel that way, but it's not true. You are not a failure. So 
this has been Murphy's Law, you all. Let's apply wisdom. Email us at letsapplywisdom at gmail.com if there is a topic or conversation that you would love for me to to handle here on the podcast. You'd love for me to talk about it, discuss it. If you are someone you know have been divorced or uh, been through separation and you've come through that whether reconciling and getting remarried i would love to have you on the show i would love to have you as a guest on the murphy's law podcast okay so email us at let's apply wisdom at gmail.com and look if you haven't subscribed yet please go to youtube and subscribe to the channel murphy's law podcast that's the name of the channel you can get this podcast on spotify on google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast from you follow this page right here on facebook the murphy's law page like the page and look if you've been blessed tonight if it's anything's helped you tonight you can give at money sign murphy's law podcast okay so the cash app is murphy <laughs> money sign murphy's law podcast all right so it's been great tonight i pray that you were helped this is murphy's law let's apply wisdom i'm so looking forward to seeing you all next week i'm looking forward to having greater uh, conversations and discussions and us healing all right i love you love somebody encourage someone if you know someone that's going through difficult times relationally separation divorce help them use these tools to help them to be a better friend to be a better brother be a better sister to be that support system for them all right i love you all it's so good to see you i'm 37 i just celebrated my birthday and i'm feeling good god is good and i'll see you all next week at 8 p.m let's apply wisdom let it come get some if you want to know more about